second hour of the show third hour show will be joe and duck they'll be dropping in talking about cars and trucks and all things automotive but uh during this half hour we're going to talk to our congressman from district two french hill good to have him ed monk is here in the studio with us as well and uh how you doing this morning congressman good morning dave good morning ed i'm sitting here looking at another rainy morning out my window yeah I got to tell you, we just had a trivia question. In uh, San Francisco, they have told all these businesses to close there now, right? The, the restaurants yep. and all the rest. But there was one type of business they told them they didn't have to close. You know what it was? I do not. The marijuana dispensaries. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> That will be right on the top of my list. I could just say, I I, I was telling my listeners, bring on the COVID-19. God, what? (laughs) That just seems... That just seems perfectly informed for our friends out in crazy land. (laughs) It is, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so here's what we're hearing, Congressman. You tell us what's, what's real and what's not. $1.2 $1.2 trillion stimulus package is what the president would like to see. Is that true or is that false? Well, that is the kind of number that Stephen Mnuchin is talking about, who is the president's uh, treasury secretary. It's a mix of trying to get money into the hands of businesses that are suffering through this uh public health crisis, and it's in in turn, it's disastrous impact on their daily life, and some uh, money directly into the hands of families for the same reason, since there'll be so many hourly people particularly laid off. And then finally, some structural things uh, that we don't know the length of either, like uh, providing aid to uh, our airlines and other mm-hmm. hospitality-related companies. You know, Dave, my philosophy about this is this is a 9-11 situation. Our country's been invaded. It's been attacked. It's not a military attack this time or a terrorist attack. It's a health attack. But it's now having these dislocations in the economy that are just like uh, if it had been – Um, a military-style attack or a cyber attack that took down our entire uh, utility and telecommunications infrastructure. This is a serious issue. and But the frustrating thing is, I think, for people trying to read the tea leaves in the stock market, try to run a business, is you you keep having changing circumstance. You don't know the length of time. It's not one event. It's a rolling event. Right. So that's not only causing uh, misery for the owner of a restaurant in Little Rock, but I think it's causing misery for those in Washington, including Congress, but mainly the executive branch, trying to say what should be done. Um, 
to me, it's a contingent issue. We may need all these bullets and we may not. If this is if we look back in one month and things are doing better. uh, Excellent. Uh, But it may not be doing better. So I think the president and the Treasury secretary are trying to use the best judgment they can to put together a package that could uh, provide short-term support like we've been enduring for the last three weeks, plus another month to come, I'm guessing, at least, for airline, travel, eating out, entertainment, all these things that have been so dislocated, with the hope that in just a few weeks we're able to get back to a uh, more normal, I don't want to say normal, but close to normal uh, movement and start building from there. Yeah. Now I have a, a piece of factoid as I was telling Ed and to quote a term that USA Today came up with, Americans now spend more at restaurants than they do at the grocery store. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I read it the other day. I didn't read it quite like that, but I was talking to a, um, a franchisee yesterday. I've been talking to restaurant people, as you can imagine. Oh, I can uh, imagine. Uh, oh, my gosh. And my heart breaks for, uh, I mean, having been a banker for 30 years, and I know my restaurants, I've helped put many restaurants in Little Rock in business over the years, and no revenue, no money, uh, they don't last long. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of savings in that business. Um Anyway, this guy was telling me that uh, 50% of of, uh, food, if you want to think of it, or meals are consumed uh, outside the home now. Uh, And so that was my corollary to your factoid. Uh, So eating out at all income levels is a major part of American life now. It's because we move so quickly now. Yeah, and eating out means, of course, uh, relying on good takeout. But takeout is only about 20% of maybe uh, – if we should all rally in this town to uh, take out from our favorite restaurants at, at uh, lunch and or dinner over the next few weeks. But even if we were all united in trying to do that successfully, it would probably only get them to about 20%, 25% of their normal sales. Yeah, I was looking at, at other things that said that on Sunday, the year-over-year bookings at restaurants were down 70% in Boston, 62% in Seattle, 69% in New York City. And I was just telling my listeners in the last hour, I was watching the press uh, conference with the president, and he had all of the hotels, the big chains in there, and uh, you know, uh, Western was there, and and Hilton was there, and they were talking. And the president looked at the guy from Hilton, the, the CEO, and said, "How many people do you all employ worldwide? Four hundred fifty thousand people." Yeah, that's incredible. And incredible. It is. And this is, you know, put yourself in the shoes of trying to make the right decision here. This might last at this intensity level in the United States for a few more weeks. Or it might step down where there's still fewer travelers, still fewer eaters out, even though we begin to, you know, know how to handle this uh, disease, both personally and our families, know how to handle it in our businesses, be able to get back to going to 
a larger group setting in a few weeks. So, uh, but if it lasts longer, you've got to have those tools in the drawer uh, pulled out and used to fight back. And so this is going to have a devastating effect on the economy. I think the Chinese economy in the first quarter will be down 50%. So it may grow grow 2 or 3%, maybe maybe as much as four, a normal growth rate, annualized growth rate in China is is six to eight. It's been going slower. It's been slowing over the last two years. Um, so I think it could have knocked off maybe 40 or 50% of that annualized rate. So their growth rate in, in Q1 might be around three. And um, I think our first quarter I know people are saying it's negative. I I don't know that it will be negative. I think it might be positive. But the brunt is all going to happen right now in the second, in this Mm -hmm. coming second quarter starting April 1st. Yeah, I'm hearing numbers like down 10% in the second quarter. Yeah, I think Goldman Sachs uh, last week suggested 5% down in second quarter. But it's going to be a shocking down for the reasons you just gave. Yeah, it's it's huge. Ed, you had something you want to say. Well, just talking about the restaurants, I was thinking one possible bright spot, one possible uh, where a business could actually expand, and that expansion could actually help some restaurants stay afloat a little longer, are the delivery services. Like Grubhub is the one that comes to mind, but there's so many more of them out there popping up. Yeah, And I think yep. they have contributed to more people, you wouldn't call it eating out, but they're eating food from outside. And that might help keep some restaurants going if the delivery services expand, because they could probably make more money by delivering from those restaurants that can stay open. Yeah, it's coming to the point, though, do you want somebody coming to your house that you don't know whether they might be infected or not? Yeah, I've seen emails from them where they're like, we're taking extraordinary measures to sanitize yeah. the bags, and we'll leave it at the door. You know, you want to have to have contact with this person. That's really, it's, it, it's all yeah. crazy. We haven't faced it. Uh, we haven't faced any kind of communicable disease since we, um, you know, really beat a lot of our diseases like measles through vaccination and and we haven't awakened to trauma in our family through disease since we beat polio mm-hmm. and so since world war ii um as a developed country with excellent health we just don't recognize this and yet around the world people still have this kind of catastrophe and other places so we're just not accustomed to it western europe's not accustomed to it uh, and so it's shocking. It's mind blowing. I think people just are are uh, they don't know what to think. I I agree. Let's take a break. We come back. Uh, you tell us what uh, the house is doing, and uh, you can tell me about why Nancy Pelosi thought that she could add in an amendment that would fund abortions with taxpayers' oh, money. Yeah. The ignorant woman that she is. She tried to go around the Hyde Amendment. We'll talk about all of that. Our guest is our congressman from District Two. French Hill here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, 18 minutes after 7, we got traffic coming for you with 50 degrees in the city. All right, we continue. Congressman uh, French Hill is with us. And I'm looking here. I'm just getting uh, Little Rock Police will not be answering in person for nonviolent routine calls. So if you got a burglary or something like that, know that they're not answering for nonviolent. Uh, violent routine calls. Things are changing, folks. It's a new normal right now, just to let you know. It's like 9-11. Things change every day, 
And that's where we're at right now uh, here uh, in Little Rock and across uh, the country. Un- un- unbelievable. So we're, we've got Congressman on with us. Congressman, talk about what's going on in the House specifically. Well, the House passed about uh, 1 o'clock in the morning last uh, Saturday morning a bill to uh, that's in the Senate, and that's what's being debated in the Senate right now. Uh, we, we've collectively got all the public health money for our states, our hospitals, passed in the appropriations bill, almost $8 billion. And then on Saturday, we passed a bill that would aid families by uh, giving them paid time off for a quarantine and some paid time off if they were home taking care of their kids, uh, increase the unemployment insurance funding for the states so that they have more than adequate resources for people seeking unemployment if they're laid off from that job we just talked about in the last segment. Uh, it expanded Medicaid match dollars for the states so that the hospitals have the resources they need uh, to provide an increasing medical care. Uh, so it was more about getting cash to families and family service. That bill sits in the Senate, and the debate has been opened up about, uh, for example, should they merge those House provisions with this bigger Mnuchin-led stimulus effort? And that's what Mitch McConnell has going this week Um you, the structured things to help business stay open. You know, my attitude about having been an employer for 30-plus years is how do you keep employees and you don't have any revenue? Uh, get me some cash mm-hmm. and get me low-interest cash. Get it to me fash, fast and let me mix my resources with emergency resources to keep people actually on the payroll instead of laying them off and burdening the unemployment system and sending them to um, uh, live on, you know, their savings. Um, I think we have to do both. You've seen Senator Cotton's recommendation to send uh, $1,000 to uh, people making under $100,000, including some additional support for kids. And I've been asked, do you support that? And I said, well, I'd like to see how it would work. I hear where he's going. I think it's got merit, particularly in a short-term crisis. It's basically a rebate of taxes paid. But we sort of need both. I mean, that's not an alternative to keeping the business open with 90 days of low-interest funding. Uh, And so I, I don't like it when I see media people pitting well, let's send $1,000 to every person in America versus helping try to keep um, the restaurant open or the uh, small business open because it doesn't have any visitors. Do you, do you, how, how, do you, how do you guys feel about that? Well, the way I look at it is if they sim- let's say I had seen it was $1,000 for everybody makes under 100000 a married couple making under $200,000 would each – get a thousand or two thousand dollars for the family plus some uh extra uh earned income stuff for the for the kids i look at it this way you give me that money that's fine and dandy however if all the restaurants are closed the movie theaters are closed stores are closed things are going out of business where do i spend it no it's not you know and this is something again that's why i use this very strict 
philosophical view that this is like 9-11. Your country has been attacked. We need to put our flags up on the front of our houses. We need to unite. We need to drop the sarcasm on uh, social media. We need to stop bashing uh, one person or the other uh, in leadership in the country Mm -hmm. and get to work getting this thing beat. And uh, I think you want to try to keep businesses open. I think you want to try to help families. So it's not economic stimulus. I wouldn't call it stimulus. I'm calling it, uh, you know, I don't know what to call it, but it's a defensive measure. That money is used to make this month's tuition payment, pay for extra child care, um, pay to put groceries on the table, it's really not meant to get you to go out and go anywhere because there's nowhere to go. Yeah, you're right. It's 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 really self-defense money uh, right now, honestly, and a little bit of peace of mind money for the fact that we know that 40% of American households can't make a $400 emergency payment. Mm-hmm. 40% of American households can't make a $40, $400 emergency payment. So... Um, you know, I know it's presented as stimulus. It's really saving money. We're not stimulating. We're trying to give people peace of mind so we can get through a public health crisis and get back to work as soon as possible. Yeah. And this has got to be bigger than 9-11 because 9-11, it was specific industries like uh, the car manufacturers and things of right. that nature. This time, this is much more widespread, uh, Congressman it's going to have to be that much bigger. Would you agree? I do agree. And I think you and I have just walked through our own examples of that. And I'd say the challenge to the House, the Senate, the president is scope. Um, <clears throat> I would propose we get as big a scope as Stephen Mnuchin recommends, but then we phase it. So this is good to go, but we don't fire all the bullets at once. We fire them uh, as we need them. And I'd like to look at the end of the first four weeks of this ramp up in the United States, and I'd like to see where we are. What does Dr. Fauci tell us about the summer? Uh, How are our treatments? How are our hospitals doing? So let's get our authorizations and our plans and our budgets made for really the next six months, but let's phase in how we uh, do it. One thing I think that's so important is getting, as I said earlier, money to businesses fast. And every time I bring this up, people start rolling their eyes. But look, if you have a business in Little Rock, the best advisor you have is probably who is your accountant and your banker. And if you have a banking existing banking relationship, there are 5,000 banks around this country. They can deliver that money in hours if they have a program with a guarantee attached to it for short-term cash purposes. And the Small Business Administration has a program that's run through banks called the Express Loan. You can get up to $350,000 basically without a lot of documentation. And it has a 50% government guarantee on it now as a standard product. I'd like to see us move that guarantee up to like 90%, lower the interest rate, speed it up and get that authorized that the banks of Arkansas can go help their businesses with unsecured SBA guaranteed money for four weeks or four months. 
Congre- order to get Congressman, I got to jump in. We're out of time. I appreciate you that. joining me. I'll talk to you here in the very See near you, future. Thanks.